The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Update. Update. Olivia Munn iced out after sex offender reveal. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. As reported earlier on Nelson News, an actor in the Predator reboot was a registered sex offender, and it was one of his famous colleagues who turned him into the studio. Olivia Munn discovered Stephen Wilder Striegel, a friend of the Predator director Shane Black, who'd acted in one of the film scenes with her, had pleaded guilty in 2010 for trying to lure a 14-year-old girl online into a actual relationship. And she alerted 20th Century Fox, which she tells Variety initially didn't return her call. But she followed up, and the scene was eventually cut. Since then, Munn says she's getting the cold shoulder, as USA Today puts it, from fellow cast members and Black, who hasn't spoken to her. It's a very lonely feeling to be sitting here by myself, Munn told The Hollywood Reporter during a promo interview Saturday in which only 11-year-old co-star Jacob Trimbley showed up to sit next to her. I do feel like I've been treated by some people that I'm the one who went to jail or I'm the one that put this guy on set, she added. Though two of her co-stars, Keegan-Michael Key and Sterling K. Brown, note they weren't set to do the THR interview and that they support Munn. Munn tells Vanity Fair co-stars have dropped out of more than one interview and that no one else issued statements when she encouraged them to. Right now, the reality is that there will be people who wear Time's Up pins and say they support Time's Up, but there will be people in Time's Up who aren't really down with the cause, she says. Meanwhile, in an op-ed for Mashable, Adam Rosenberg writes, It's so very wrong Black hasn't reached out to Munn directly, and that she's facing the media alone. It's shameful that she has to pay any kind of price for doing the right thing. So, is time up on the sick, sad world of Hollywood, or is time's up just a pin? This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Say, friends, check out Nelson Theater at selfie.com slash Nelson. Yes, there you'll find my poor man mystery science theater treatment of public domain movies that really deserve the treatment. Yes, you can head over there and check out the links to my trailers to such films on my YouTube channel. Yeah, you can preview them and then head over back to selfie.com slash Nelson and purchase yourself some Mr. Nelson treatments of movies. I'll be right there to guide you through it. And now it's time for Perhaps, but maybe not. The Mothman is a creature reported in the Charleston and Point Pleasant areas of West Virginia between November 12, 1966 and December 1967. It's described as a winged man-sized creature with large reflective red eyes and large moth-like wings. Sometimes it appeared to have no head 
with its eyes set into its chest. On November 15th, 1966, two young married couples from Point Pleasant, David and Linda Scarberry, and Steve and Mary Mallet, were traveling late at night in the Scarberry's car. They were passing the West Virginia Ordnance Works, an abandoned World War II TNT factory, about seven miles north from Point Pleasant, in the 2,500-acre McClintic Wildlife Station, when they noticed two red lights in the shadows by an old generator plant near the factory gate. They stopped the car and reportedly discovered that the lights were the glowing red eyes of a large animal shaped like a man but bigger, maybe six and a half or even seven feet tall with big wings folded against its back, according to Roger Scabbery. Terrified, they drove toward Route 62, where the creature, supposedly, chased them at speeds exceeding a hundred miles per hour. However, as quoted in Keel's The Mothman Prophecies, the Scarberries, despite driving more than a hundred miles per hour, claimed to have noticed a dead dog on the side of the road, and in fact made such accurate note of its location that they claimed to have gone back the very next day and looked for it. Explanations for how they were able to make so accurate a mental note at the time of such great disgrace or why they would go back to look for a dead dog are not included in Kuehl's book. The following night, on November 16th, several armed townspeople combed the area around the TNT plant for signs of Mothman. Mr. and Mrs. Raymond Wamsley and Mrs. Marcella Bennett, with her infant daughter Tina in tow, in a car en route to visit their friends, Mr. and Mrs. Ralph Thomas, who lived in a bungalow among the igloos, concrete dome-shaped dynamite storage structures erected during World War II near the TNT plant. The igloos were now empty, some owned by the county, others by companies intending to use them for storage. They were heading back to their car when a figure appeared behind their parked vehicle. Mrs. Bennett said that it seemed like it had been lying down, slowly rising up from the ground, large and gray, with glowing red eyes. While Wamsley phoned the police, the creature walked onto the porch and peered in at them through the window. On November 24th, four people allegedly saw the creature flying over the TNT area. On the morning of November 25th, Thomas Urey, who was driving along Route 62, just north of the TNT, claimed to have seen the creature standing in a field, and then it spread its wings and flew alongside his car as he sped toward the Point Pleasant Sheriff's office. On November 26th, Mrs. Ruth Foster of Charleston, West Virginia, reportedly saw a mothman standing on her front lawn, but the creature was gone by the time her brother-in-law went outside to investigate. Further, on the morning of November 27th, the creature allegedly pursued a young woman near Mason, West Virginia, and was reported again in St. Albans the same night by two children. A Mothman sighting was again reported on January 11, 1967, and several other times that same year. Fewer sightings of the Mothman were reported after the collapse of the Silver Bridge, when 46 people died. The Silver Bridge, so named for its aluminum paint, was an eye-bar chain suspension bridge that connected the cities of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and Canaga, Ohio, over the Ohio River. The, the bridge was built in 1928, and it collapsed on December 15, 1967. Investigation of the bridge wreckage pointed to the failure of a single eye-bar in a suspension chain due to a small manufacturing flaw. There are rumors 
that the Mothman appears before upcoming disasters, or that the Mothman causes disasters. Since then, in Point Pleasant, there is an annual festival event devoted to the legend of Mothman. So, was the Mothman a true living, breathing entity, or a mistaken owl or other foul-like creature? Did the Mothman have something to do with the Silver Bridge Collapse? Was it all a supernatural event connecting Mothman to the Silver Bridge Collapse, as claimed in John Keel's book, The Mothman Prophecies? Perhaps, but maybe not. like the sound of my voice yes you know you do and you want to hear it in the best way possible so why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from tweaked audio key features include eight colors and styles mic'd and non-mic'd versions designed to sound great for music and talk noise reducing design with a lifetime warranty so head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code mr nelson at checkout for 33 percent off and free worldwide shipping that's mr nelson M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. This is your ass. This is your ass in prison. Any questions? This has been a public service announcement reminding you that if you do the crime, you will do the time. Hard time. And now it's time for an old night-night classic here on RadioMisfits.com. another day at Cineopolis, and we find ourselves at police headquarters, specifically the office of Police Commissioner Charles Wentwood. Commissioner, this is a disgrace. An upstanding citizen like Agatha Van Putin marrying trash like the fooler. I'm afraid I must agree with Night-Night. After all, it's my mother we're talking about. Hey, look, there's nothing I can do. The marriage was completely legal. They're two consenting adults. And that's it. Yeah, well, there's still the unfinished business. A bullfrog who is still at large. And I have a deep desire for revenge after his humiliating attempt on my life. I also couldn't help but notice that the files I so carefully downloaded disappeared at the scene of the crime. Well, the scene of, you know, the fooler's honeymoon. No, 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 you had it right the first time. It was a crime. I don't care what the law says, Charlie. My mother was 
obviously brainwashed and manipulated by that monster. It's like Stockholm Syndrome. Uh, Gotta stop it. Agnes, look, it's out of my hands. I I mean, the only way you could make that case is if you could prove that she's mentally incompetent. And uh, we don't have any uh, examination of her to make that point. And uh, and as far as as you go, Night Night, those files that you stole, yeah, were stolen. And I was able to recover them. I'll run you in! Of course, we both know I can't, but you're really pushing it, buddy. Well, of all the area. Yeah, yeah, I had enough of this. Chief O'Reilly, show Night Nut and Butthole the door. (laughs) Agnes, get back to work. All right, all right. This is the commissioner. Come on, you two. Let's go, let's go. You haven't heard the last of Night Night. And soon, our heroes, Night Night and Bubo, are cruising the streets of Cityopolis in their night cruiser. Hey, Night-Night, did you really steal Commissioner's girlfriend? Yes, Bobo. My charm overwhelmed her. I'm sure it hurt Commissioner Wetwin's feelings, since the man obviously looks up to me. But one shouldn't apologize for nature taking its course. Well, uh, what if what if uh, Whitman doesn't want to see you again? Uh, how are we gonna get uh, tips and stuff for our assignments? No, don't worry, we will. It'll come around once he realizes the situation. What situation? Oh, come on, keep up. If he dares go against my one-man war on crime, I'll be forced to reveal that sex tape I have of him with another woman to his wife. Oh, yeah. Oh, why not remind him of that now? No, Bobo. He's still too emotionally wrought, and that could force him to make rash decisions, blowing up our whole little, well, scheme here. And I can't have that, Bobo. No, I'll let him stew in his misery and humiliation at my conquest of his mistress. And once he uh, calms down and comes to his senses, and he continues to cause trouble... Then I'll play the tape card. Well, speaking of humiliation, Bullfrog sure put one over on us, and we're nowhere near getting him since commissioners took all that information we stole from him. Yeah, well, we're going to remedy that later on. In the meantime, we're going to wait till commissioner's office hours are over, sneak back in, and take that information back. Oh. Ah, Now we're going to head back home so I can take take a nap. Then when I'm rested, then we'll get back at it. Meanwhile, back at the office of Commissioner Charles Wetwin. A package for you, Commissioner. Huh? Oh, thanks, Chief O'Reilly. That'll be all. Ah, uh, yes, sir. What's this, anyway? <clears throat> uh, what the hell? These, these are photos of me and Agnes in bed together. What the hell is this? Wait, there's a letter. Meet me at the old abandoned warehouse district. Pier 33 at midnight. Unless you want your wife to find out about this. Signed, the Bullfrog. Oh, no. oh hey, Dad. You got a minute? Uh, I'm on break from what? the university. Huh? Oh, we Yvonne. We can get a little lunch uh, together because... Yeah, yeah, oh, I, we need to catch I, up. I can't. You know? uh, I'm really busy right now. I'll have to make it up to you. Sorry, honey. Uh... It, Gonna need you to go now, okay? Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Sure, sure. Yeah. Whatever. <sighs> God. It's not night-night blackmailing me. These crazy supervillains are blackmailing me, too. If only I could 
keep my pants on around these hot bitches. Oh, no! Will the police commissioner continue to be corrupted by these strange men in tights? Seems so. And where is Bullfrog anyway? Well, maybe we'll find out in the next exciting episode of Night Night. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Wait, what's this? It's an old sci-fi classic. Oh, man, it must be cool and great, huh? No, I meant classic in the sense that it's classic cinema crap. Oh, well, don't worry, because I'll be there to narrate you through the entire film with my witchy commentary and cartoon sound effects. (laughs) Ah, gee, great! The film stars actor Peter Graves. You might remember him from the TV series Mission Impossible and as the creepy boy-hungry pilot on the movie Airplane. No, doesn't ring a bell. That's okay. Yes, Peter Graves stars as a nuclear physicist tormented by alien killers from space. But the title is somewhat misleading, as they only kill one man, and his death is kind of an accident. Anyway, after all that, they show Peter a bunch of films of bugs. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. Oh, man, I can't stand it any longer. Where can I get my hands on this? (laughs) All you have to do is head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. There you'll find this and other films that I've graced with my brutal sound effects and witty commentary. (laughs) So head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's selfie, S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash Nelson, N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. Head over and download Killers from Space today for only $1.75. Whoa, cheap! Yes, yes it is. Ah, Mr. Smith, what seems to be the problem here? Well, uh, uh, it's just hemorrhoidal flare-up, Doctor. I, it's getting to the point where I can't sit down and I can't even walk. I mean, the pain. Well, you're in luck. There's a brand new remedy for just such a situation as yours. It's called Icy Hole. Icy Hole? Yes, go ahead and pull your pants down. I'll demonstrate. Uh, All right. Yeah, you'll feel the cooling, pain-relieving sensation of icy hole. Wow, I can't believe how fast it is. I can't believe you still think I'm a doctor. Huh? Icy Hole, available at Walgreens, CVS, and Walmart pharmacies. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Doctors invent tool to remove 23-inch sex toy... From man's colon. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. Doctors were forced to improvise when it came to removing a sex toy from one unlucky patient. The unnamed man turned up at the emergency room with a 23-inch sex toy lodged inside his colon. He apparently struggled to remove the toy at home, deciding he needed help. The red-faced 31-year-old went to the hospital 24 hours after the sex toy became stuck. He told doctors he was suffering from mild abdominal pain, but other than that, had no symptoms that were causing concern. 
X-rays showed a long and large-sized foreign body in his colon. Doctors in Nagarda, Italy, tried to remove the sex toy using standard techniques where a tube and grabbing device is inserted. But due to the smoothness and size of the object, none of the tools medics had were able to grab hold of the sex toy. The grabbing devices were either too loose or simply didn't have the range to latch on to such a large foreign body. Stuck for ideas on how to remove the sex toy, the quick-thinking medics invented a new tool using medical wire to latch onto it and pull it out. Threading the wire through a catheter tube to create a noose at the end, they were able to insert the tube into the man's colon and reach the sex toy. The noose of wire was then looped around the sex toy like a lasso and tightened until doctors had enough grip to pull it out. The patient was discharged the same day and suffered no further symptoms. Our new handmade device proved to be harder than an ordinary snare used for a polypectomy, a procedure normally used to remove polyps, and allowed us to grab the foreign body, said Dr. Lorenzo Disocordi. The choice of a relatively large diameter of the catheter allowed us to avoid an excessive kinking of the... <laughs> An excessive kinking of the loop inside the catheter that could limit a correct opening of this snare-like device. In our opinion, this new technique is easy and reproducible in most endoscopy rooms, and we suggest it as a valid option to remove large foreign bodies from the colon and rectum when standard endoscopic devices fail in foreign body extraction. Yes, that's a good point, because sadly, this is going to come up again. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Hooey! Where could I get a shirt like that? <laughs> oh, you need only look at the Mr. Nelson stores and shops. Stores and shops? You mean there's more than one? That's right. You see, you can go to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com where there's all sorts of hats and shirts and sweaters and other good things like that with all kinds of Nelson art. And of course, the Mr. Nelson show logo. Or you can head over to Society6 for the other Mr. Nelson store where there again, more articles and apparel and other nice little things with Nelson art all over them. And last but not least, you can head to the Teespring store, the Mr. Nelson shop, where, yes, you guessed it, more Nelson shirts and mugs and stickers and other great cool things of Nelson art all there for you. So, of course, the choice is yours. The stores are many. So look up Mr. Nelson stores at Mr. Nelson shop at Society6Zazzle.com and Teespring.com. Oh, man, I can't wait! <laughs> yeah, well, don't. Uh, this is Boobo from Night Night, uh, and you're listening to The Mr. Nelson Show. <laughs> Previously on Night Night... What the hell? These these are photos of 
Me and Agnes in bed together. What the hell is this? Wait, there's a letter. Meet me at the old abandoned warehouse district. Pier 33 at midnight. Unless you want your wife to find out about this. Signed, The Bullfrog. Oh, well, hey, Dad. You got a minute? Uh, I'm on break from what? the university. Huh? I oh, Yvonne. We need to get a little lunch uh, together because... Yeah, 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 well, I, we need to catch I, up. I can't. You know? uh, I'm really busy right now. I'll have to make it up to you. Sorry, honey. Uh, gonna need you to go now, okay? Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Sure, later. sure. Yeah. Whatever. <sighs> God. It's not night-night blackmailing me. These crazy supervillains are blackmailing me, too. If only I could keep my pants on around these hot bitches. Will Commissioner Wetwin fall victim to the blackmail scheme of the villainous bullfrog? And can Night-Night bring about justice? Hold on. We're about to find out. night, long after Cityopolis City Hall offices have closed for the day, the famous night cruiser can be seen pulling into the back lot of the facility. Yeah, why are we heading over to the commissioner's office? Did Wetwin have a change of heart? No, old chum. Unfortunately, he's going to be in a bit of an emotional stew for quite a while. Remember, I stole his girlfriend. (laughs) That humiliation will sting for quite a bit. And always remember, in order for me to wage my one-man war on crime, I must, at times, operate above the law. So, uh, we're gonna break into his office and steal his information on Bullfrog. What's up, boy? Let's get out there and fire off this cable and scale the wall. And soon, Night-Night and Boobo do just that. Oh, shut up, damn it! Damn it! Come on, day night. We ain't got all night. <laughs> oh, damn it! Oh, all right, shut up. I'll, I'll give you a minute. <laughs> damn, what's the matter? Investigating my the the commissioner only to discover he's being blackmailed by bullfrog. Blackmail, blackmail with what? An extramarital affair with one of his officers. Just like you did, huh, Night Night? Shut up, Boo! That's confidential information. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Well, well, Commissioner Wet was done slapping the bunch of women. What? Shut up, Boo! To get a video of him and DA. Oh, oh, <laughs> damn it, Boobo. How, how could he throw away years of marriage and family like that? No. Look, the real problem here is, of course, the diabolical and evil threat of Bullfrog. 
Now, with the information here on Wetman's files, hmm, it appears he's supposed to meet up with Bullfrog in order to pay him off to keep silent. This could be our shot to deal with him. Apparently they're going to meet at the old abandoned warehouse district. Hmm, by a staggering coincidence, this is also the area that Wetman was looking at his potential haunts for Bullfrog. Huh. That's probably where his secret hideout is. Exactly, Bubo. And once we're able to nab Bullfrog, we can also secure the tons of, well... Oh, that explosive frog poo! Yeah. Poo-poo. Yeah, <laughs> Good lord, according to this letter that Bullfrog sent to Wetman, the meeting is merely minutes away. We've got to act fast, Bubo. To the night cruiser! Oh, boy! I'm coming with you. What? No, you're not! You see, this is official night-night business. Shut up, Boo. No, I must accompany you. It's... I can't explain, but it... It's personal. Hmm. Very well, Night Fury. Even though I have no idea who you are or what your interest in this could possibly be, whether for good or ill, but due to the obvious passion from your heaving breasts... Uh, breasts! I... Yeah, deep within... Anyway... Um. I can tell uh, your concern is serious, and so I'm going to okay. allow this. Oh, because she's got Night in her name, too, so what? she could be a part of Night Night official business. Yeah, whatever. Meanwhile, across town at the old abandoned warehouse district, where we find Commissioner Charles Wetwin and a couple of officers. All right, you guys wait here. If there's any funny business going on, get ready to back me up. Otherwise, you stay put. Uh, okay, yes, sir. Huh. Man, what's going on with Wet One? He's kind of acting weird and kind of crazy-like. Huh. You lost your girlfriend at night-night, you go crazy, too. That's far enough, wet one, Bullfrog. Uh, uh, who else? Well, what's this all about, anyway? Uh, well, I think you know. Uh, you can't keep your pants on around the pussy. <laughs> all right, all right. What do you want? Well, I'm thinking $500,000 in cash will do. $500,000? I don't have that kind of money. Yeah, you do. What? All you gotta do is shake down the drug dealers you already in, and I know quite a bit of that guy sitting in the evidence room. How the hell do you know about that? Uh, don't you mind that? You just do it, or your wife's gonna find out about you D poking whiskers D you D shouldn't be poking. All right, all right. I, $500,000, I mean, wait... Something's not right here. I, those explosives you were getting ready to sell could have been worth millions. What's going on well, here? I'm letting you off light because I got money coming in from the poo bomb. Now you get busy with that money on your wife out there. What's going on? If you think I'm the kind of man that would uh, succumb to blackmail, well, you're absolutely right. Meanwhile, not far away, the night cruiser is closing in on the scene. Hey, look! You can see police lights! That must be where Wet was meeting with Bullfrog! Yeah. Obviously, Bubo. Listen, Night Night, you're gonna wanna go around and come back from behind. What? That well, way you'll catch him by surprise. Yeah, yeah that's stupid! What? When you do all that, it take too much time, no. Bullfrog, get oh, away! Oh, you stupid idiot! No. 
ain't stupid. I, I mean, oh, I, I ain't uh -huh. stupid enough to dress up like what? Night Night, uh, dumb girl. Oh, God, <laughs> just my... Oh, my God, Night Night, night look out! What? Oh, no! Well, <laughs> uh, is everyone okay? Yeah, well, yeah. of course, the night cruiser is virtually indestructible. <laughs> so, of course we're okay, so, uh... Yeah, well, those guys we ran over weren't indestructible, so we're not okay. Oh, well, uh, uh, wait a minute. They're all dressed up in Bullfrog's tadpole uniforms. <laughs> Bullfrog? That must mean they're Bullfrog's henchmen. Exactly, oh Boo. And now yeah, they're Bullfrog's uh, oh. street what? pizza or pancakes. Oh <laughs> well, nevertheless, a fitting in for their kind, Boo. Oh, yeah. God damn. But. Night, night. How the hell you find my secret idea? Never hey, underestimate. Uh, what a mess. Yeah, well, never underestimate the detective skills of uh, Night Night Bullfrog. And Boo Boo. And uh, Night uh, Fury, she helped too, I guess. Boo <gasps> Yeah, whatever. Oh my god. Look at the damage you done did to my collection well of explosive frog poo. We got again. Yeah, yeah, no doing. You're not going anywhere, Bullfrog. Your day of judgment is upon you. You will answer for the horrible desecration yeah, but yeah. you performed on me. Yeah, me too. You Don't you pay for that defecation oh you did. Oh, That's right. No. Night -night. What? The oh. night cruiser smashed into his, his collection of the explosive frog poo. He's rocking in flames. He can go up any minute now. Gotta go. <laughs> to the night cruiser. What? Oh, boy. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the other end of the old abandoned warehouse, parking lot area, whatever, where Commissioner Wetwin is still meeting with Bullfrog. What the hell was that? What? What's going on? Oh man, you won't believe this. But it appears Night Night uh, attacked Bullfrog and B found his Bullfrog. secret hideout just over in the next building. Oh, and believe it or not, uh, he captured him. Uh, captured well, Bullfrog. But uh, then. Guess I'll be going. Who the hell is this guy? See you later. Stop oh, that man. Hold him. Oh. Let's see who you really are. What? Chief, oh, really? Uh, oh, gee, Commissioner, uh, can't you take a joke? <laughs> well, thus ends another amazing adventure of Night Night. has been a Nails In production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Next time on My Brother's Keeper.
So first thing in the morning, I'm going to head into the bank discussing a possible loan for the renovations at the shop. So that's why, don't, guys, guys, Sally, don't start. Come on now. What in the hell? You got to look at this. Hell no. Pants on. Put your pants back. No spread sheets. Oh, I do not. I do not want to see that. Oh, no. No. hemorrhoids and, and they burned so much and I was in the bathroom wiping and I thought I felt a lump and oh I gotta tell you this the all the fear of God just went right through me and I guess I lost it you know there are certain rules to every household and I just assumed they were understood and did not require me having to explain that well it you know, you're scared, and, uh, you know, that, that fear can be a powerful thing to push people into things they wouldn't normally no, do. No, 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 damn it, Sally, stop trying to excuse him. There is no excuse for opening your ass at the dinner table. Oh, no. That's next time on My Brother's Keeper. Here's the movie that inspired Night of the Living Dead. The Last Man on Earth. Vincent Price stars as the only uninfected man from a plague that has turned humanity into a race of undead vampires. Well, they don't drink blood, they don't turn into bats, sunlight bothers them but doesn't kill them, and they have reflections but they don't like looking at them. But hey, they do come back from the dead so there's that. Anyway, despite being slow, clumsy, and mostly harmless, Price finds them annoying enough to kill them. After a day of killing... He goes home, gets drunk while watching home movies, and cries himself asleep to jazz records. Also, as a bonus to this deal, you get Chapter 1 of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe. Flash tries to stop mean spaceships from pissing all over the Earth. This film, like many of the films in my store, includes music by Kevin MacLeod. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Selfie.com slash Nelson and start watching films with me. That's Selfie, S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, Nelson. It's just that simple. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Sex Doll Brothel opens in Italy. An establishment says it's booked out for weeks. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. Tour in Italy, which of course is famous for being the home to the famous shroud many believe covered Jesus Christ's body after his crucifixion. But now, there's another destination. Yes, Lumi Dolls Torino, a brothel featuring sex dolls. Located in a secret spot. The brothel will charge customers as much as 80 euros, about $93, for half an hour with the sex dolls. Seven females and one male. Hmm. So how's the business going? Well, according to the establishment, we're booked out for weeks. Save for a 
few small exceptions, Lumi Dolls told Italian Wired, adding that it's received inquiries about hosting bachelor parties. The sex doll brothel, the first of its kind in Italy, opened Monday, but journalists got a sneak peek at the operation prior to its opening, and they noted that customers can get a mood-lit private room equipped with a bed, bathroom, and TV screen for watching porn. Clients can pick dolls along with how they're clothed and the sexual positions in which they're placed. A session can last up to two hours, after which the sex dolls are subjected to a rigorous two-hour cleaning process. Well, that's good to know. The Spain-based company opened its first brothel in Barcelona in February 2017, and has since opened another in Moscow. Its dolls, which it claims to be among the most realistic on the market, are also available to buy. Yeah, with Christmas coming. <laughs> Other companies operate similar establishments in France, Germany, Austria, the Netherlands, Belgium, and the UK. Brothels with human prostitutes are illegal in Italy, although sex work itself isn't. Um, huh. However, those caught paying for sex can get fined. Yeah. As you might imagine. There aren't any laws on the books covering sex doll usage. So there's no penalty for engaging in this activity other than the embarrassment of being caught playing with dolls. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. During the Mr. Nelson show, do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and/or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and/or blocked. Ah, oh, shit.